Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast Supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Sometimes in Speedway, something happens that transcends the sport and brings us all together. Last Friday was one such occasion. That was when we heard the news that is still shocking and unbelievable. Nigel Pearson was a Speedway man. He never missed the chance to promote this sport of ours. He never missed the chance to talk to anyone, anywhere about his beloved heathens or Speedway in general. Like Dave Lanning before him, he was the voice of Speedway for us all. Who will ever forget his commentary when Bomber won the British Grand Prix or his exultant cry of waffy, waffy, waffy? It was commentary from the top draw. Here at the Speedway Tavern, our thoughts are with Nigel's family and friends. Rest in peace, Nigel. Which I thought was right at first. Um... And that was followed by a minute's applause, um, during which time they, they played a commentary of Nigel and Kelvin Tatum commentating on that, that spectacular race at Bellevue with Max Frick. Right. Um, which I thought was, was, was pretty much perfect, to be honest. Um, and again at Mamba last night, a minute's applause. Um, which was introduced, of course, by Porky. Um, I've got, I, I didn't think Porky was going to be able to get through it. To be honest, he was he was really really struggling as as um, you know you expected. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it's it's a hard thing to. It mean. Just, I, I, had yeah. a te- I had a text on um, Friday afternoon from <coughs> my mate Steve at Walls, um, and he's you know just say have you have you heard about Nigel Pearson? Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I thought it was going to be something like. He decided not to do the speedo this year, or that he was going to focus more on the darts. So I had to look at my phone and couldn't believe it when I saw the news. Mm. You know, shocking, complete, it's like, complete whoa. shock. We uh, we we saw him at Perry Bar a couple of weeks ago. Yeah, yeah, both. And yeah, he fine. Yeah. You know, um, you know, he was looking forward to the season. Um, Looked on good form, to yeah. be honest. I mean, I I met Nigel on a couple of occasions because, like like him. I started obviously my broadcasting career in hospital radio at mm-hmm. Warsaw. Nigel had obviously been with Warsaw from ninety one to about ninety three. He also worked at Dudley Hospital Radio as well. Um fronted the sports show at both stations. Um with Walsall it was with Warwick Mead, who was also as, as any Wals fans from of an older vintage will will know, Warwick was a massive speedway fan as well. Um Dudley was probably where he was was probably more 
best known for because, of course, he, I think he did go back to Dudley four or five years ago to mm-hmm. do a, a one-off show with uh, another chap from, from Warsaw, Steve Pecos. They fronted the sports show there for quite a few years. Um, so that that's what was good about Nigel was the fact that for all the success that he had at Sky and Talk Sport and BT Sport and doing all the other things that he did during his mm-hmm. career, he never forgot his roots. Um, you know, and he was genuinely interested in the fact that I was starting in the same place that he'd started all those years ago. Fortunate, I'm fortunate enough to have, you know, although I never worked with Nigel on a professional basis, to, to have known people who worked with Nigel mm-hmm. at WHR, um, and they all were, you know, spoke very, very highly of him. Um, yeah. I believe uh, you've got an interview with... Yeah, my old... My old I spoke to my old boss, um, Andy Duckhouse, on Saturday. Um, I didn't want to do it on the day because just taking in the news, it was going to be too mm. much, really. Mm-hmm. Um, I spoke to Andy. Andy was at Walsall for over 30 years and was there when, when Nigel first arrived in, in 1991. And I, I spoke to Andy about his memories of Nigel and this is what he had to say. Shock news of the sad passing of Nigel Pearson has completely shocked everybody who knew him, supporters, family, friends, former colleagues, current colleagues. And I'm pleased to say that I'm now joined by one of Nigel's earliest colleagues and, of course, one of my former colleagues at Walton Hospital Radio, Andy Duckass. Andy, um, you must have felt the same as everybody else when the news broke yesterday. It was a shock. I mean, it was only a short while ago that... uh you know, he was commentating on the Dancers Sky in the uh, for the Premier League. It was indeed, yeah. Um, I think he was only working on Thursday, actually. Um, he'd been at Bellevue uh, for the, the launch of the uh, media launch of the um, new Speedway season. Um, and people said that he was he was on good form, really, really good form. But um, you, your path first crossed with Nigel, was it very early 90s or was it even the late 80s? No, it was very early 90s that uh, he joined the station. Um, I was aware that uh, he was, because he used to work for the Express and Star. That's right. And he was covering, you know, football stories from the Hawthorns and also from Molyneux. Of course, he was covering Walsall Speed, Speedway as well. And um, didn't he cover Crazy Heath as well? Well, he was a crazy man. I mean, that was that was really his, his first love in, in terms of Speedway, I think. Although, of course, he did originally come from Holland. He'd, he'd grown up watching the whole Vikings as well. But certainly in his time for the Midlands, he was, a, he was very much a, a crazy supporter. Um, but, I mean, your first impressions when you when you first met him? I mean, you know, you've, I've seen people who've, who've talked about what a, what a lovely guy he was, what a, a consummate professional he was. And, and I know from the times that I met him, that, did you find that as well? Yeah, he was a really nice guy. Um, I remember he used to do the uh, country program on WHR, and back in '91, um, me and some of the lads went um, played fireside football at uh, the fireside football place in Bloxbridge Lane in Warsaw. And a couple of times, um, Nigel came along and played a couple of the games. Was he good? Well, I can remember you. <laughs> uh, I mean. I don't think you were involved as much on the sports team as, as you would have been when, when certainly when I joined in 2001, mate. But um, did you did you ever broadcast with him? I didn't broadcast with him. That's what I say with 91, and I sort of like became really involved in the sports team from the mid 90s. That's right. Onwards, so I didn't actually broadcast much with him, but uh, you know I did see him a few times on the radio. I say you know he's a nice guy, 
you know, always responsive, always pleasant to speak to, always had time for you as well. I mean, most people obviously know about his, his hospital radio days, but he's, he's generally, I think, more associated with, with Dudley. Um, but of course, he did, I believe he did, he was one of the front members of the, of the sports show at, at Warsaw, along with Mike Mead, of course, who was a passionate man about about Speedway. I mean, you know, the show in those days, I mean, it was, I mean, it was a lot of hospital radio at the time, it was, it was a, you know, a, a, a real social thing and a real big thing at the time as well. I think he was at Sunland as well for a time. Yeah. Correct me if I'm wrong. He may have been, yeah. So, you know, I mean, he was, he was all in consummate sports broadcaster and sports fan as well. You know, you know, he loved his speedway, loved his football. You know, he enjoyed watching quite a few sports. Absolutely. I mean, as I say, Nigel wasn't with WHL for very long. He was, he was obviously long gone by the time I started. Um, but, I mean, you watched his, his success afterwards. I mean, he's worked with Sky, TalkSport. Um, of course, he'd taken over from Dave Clark as the frontman for the for the darts coverage as well. I mean, were you surprised at Nigel's success or knowing what he was like in those early days? Did you expect him to go as far as he did? No, you could always say he was a consummate broadcaster and he was going to go far in the world of broadcasting. Of course, you know, he covered the speed by all stuff of Pete Because... He said earlier on that uh, the Speedway is now covered by Discovery. Was he giving the Speedway for them as well? He was going to be. He was planning to, to be um, working with Discovery as well. Yeah, um, that had obviously been announced just, ironically, just a few days ago that he was he was on board to to do that. So yeah, as I say, I mean, this it, it, it just came as a complete shock when I saw the news yesterday, and I know it came for you as well. I mean, obviously, you you'd known him for a lot longer than me, although I don't think you were as much in touch with him as you would have been during the days when you were together at Walter. Oh, that's right. I mean, 52, that's no age. It is no age, no. I mean, you know, it's it's such a it's such a sad loss, and I think all of our, our hearts and, and prayers go to his to his family at this at this really awful time. Oh, definitely. Definitely. I mean, you know, I mean, of course, Nigel's always going to be remembered with fondness. You know, he's always a personable bloke. As I said earlier, had time for everybody. Was always pleasant to speak with. What, what you saw really was what you got with Nigel because you heard him on when he was doing his commentaries and he was passionate, you know, he, he had a naturally loud voice anyway, but that sort of came over in the broadcasting. Is that how he came over away from, from that on a social aspect? Oh, definitely, definitely. I mean, as I said earlier on, you know, a couple of times he come and played uh, post football with us back in 1991. So, you know, he was, you know, personal bloke and always willing to get involved things with the station and not just on the broadcasting side. Well, I think that's, that's, a, that's a great place to, to leave it there. As I say, we obviously everybody on, you know, we send our thoughts and prayers, as I say, to Nigel's family and, and his friends. And, well, Andy, thanks for joining us on the Speedway Tavern and we wish you the best. And you take care, Matt, on all the best problems in the Speedway Tavern. It's just, it's just a, it's a pity that obviously it wasn't uh, to discuss something on a more happy basis. But, you know, as I say, you know, as you said, Thoughts and prayers and best wishes. Thanks, Andy. Yeah, thanks, Andy. Well, there you go. Says it all, I think. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I believe we've got a few comments. Probably turn your mic up as well. There you go. Can you there you go. That's better. Uh, Nigel was a very genuine bloke who was a pleasure to work for and always encouraged everybody, said Derek Turner. Uh, totally and utterly gutted. 
Anthony Bailey and Nigel done more for Speedway than anyone else. He was a real top bloke and will be missed. Uh, the programme notes he did in several programmes up and down the country shown his passion he had for Speedway. It was very informative and usually echoed the comments of the fans, supporters up and down uh, the country. Uh, of his last programme notes in Bellevue's programme, was speaking about how he was fully behind Curtis Sports, trying to get younger fans involved with the sticker albums and he feels there's more there needs to be more done to entertain the kids at Speedway in between the 15 heats they're the next generation of fans massive loss to the sport like sporting family uh, says Reginald uh, so very sad uh, great loss to Speedway we miss his banter with Calvin can never forget him shouting woofy 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 the voice of Speedway will miss him so much thinking of his family at this sad time R.I.P. Nigel yeah, so many. There were so many of them, wasn't there? There was, you know, woofy, woofy, woofy. No mistake at all. Um, you know, there's plenty of other ones as well. You know, you, that sort of you, you immediately think of when you when you hear them. You think, well, only he would have come up with something like that. Yeah, um, yeah. You know, he had his catchphrases. <laughs> let, let's obviously extend our thoughts as well to Calvin Titan. You know, Calvin's I think has yeah. been very, very hasn't hasn't obviously put much on on social media since since Friday, but. You know, they they were obviously a, a you know a team. I think they you know sometimes they bought the worst out of each other, but I think more often than not they bought the best out of mm-hmm. each other. To be honest, they were they were a good team. Um, you could hear the genuine friendship between them, couldn't you? When they was talking to each other, and, and sometimes yeah. it was like, and, and I loved that. Sometimes it was just like you was listening to a, a conversation between two mates just watching Speedway. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Absolutely, yeah. yeah. So it should be, yeah. Yeah, yeah that's yeah, it, yeah. so... So... So yeah. well loved. And darts as well. Yeah. I yeah. mean, yeah, I mean, you think about what, what Nigel's had to do. He's had to replace two legends of commentary in two different sports. Dave yeah. Lanning, which I mentioned earlier, and then uh, Chris uh, Waddell. Yes, yeah, Waddell. Um, yeah. In the darts, so... But... He's become the voice uh, of both of those sports, really. Um, yeah, very sad, very sad. Uh, Rest in peace, Nigel, says Anders McFarlane. Uh, back of the net, says Derek Turner. Back of the net, that's another one, back yeah. Back of the net, yeah, I mean, ch- uh, keep chucking those out. Yeah. Let's, let's remember, you know, let's, let's celebrate as well as... I mean, it's a sad time, obviously, but let's celebrate his life. So give us any of your The one, the one thing I will say, as I... As I was talk was saying to to Andy on the phone um, on 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 Saturday, um, obviously Nigel started his, his his life as a Speedway fan, watching the whole Vikings, mm-hmm. of course. You know, and this would have been when the great Ivan Major was there, and so nearly dragged them to the league championship in '79. Um, but you know, he 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 obviously became an adopted Midlander, and he was you know he made no bones about the fact that. You know, his heart from a Midlands perspective was with Cradley. You mm-hmm. know, he, his his allegiances were with with the green and white half of the black country. But he had a lot of very very good friends at, at Wolverhampton as well, and at Birmingham, mm-hmm. and at Coventry. You know, Absolutely. he was he was, he was well liked by all those clubs. And as as people have said, you know, he he was in a, in a time at a, in a sport really where a lot of people seemed to want to do it down. He was a great champion of being. Yeah, you know, I think somebody I saw somebody put a post on on social media afterwards saying that you know they they'd heard him obviously 
doing some of the stuff at Bellevue last week for the the media launch day. Yeah, yeah. Um, and about how positive he was, and they were thinking, well, how, how can you be so positive about the fact that we've got six teams? But at the end of the day, that was that was his job. You yeah, know? yeah. His job was to be was to try and be positive, and you know, and, and keep fighting the uh, the cause for for the sport. Absolutely. Um, I like uh, Craig Smee's comment there. Which <laughs> yeah. Classic. Uh, Kelvin and Nigel were the Anton Deck of Speedway. It won't sound the same, same without them. Yeah, I mean, like you mentioned, uh, what's Kelvin going to do? I mean... Well, I don't really want to really speculate on that too much, to be honest, at the moment. It must I mean, be very difficult. There's obviously a couple of weeks to go moment. before, mm. I think, the first TV matches. Of course, you've got the Grand Prix coming up as well next uh, next week. Yeah. Um, so I'm sure that I'm sure whatever whatever Calvin Tatum decides, he'll get a, a huge amount of support from from, his, from his bosses, from his from his family. Um, certainly from the fans. What he does. Yeah, Am I right in saying that he was commentating the night before on darts? I think it was the week the week before. Oh, I think it was a right? week on Thursday that he was mm. doing the uh, right. Okay. The commentary for for the darts. Yeah. So, but I mean, he loved his darts as well. I mean, yeah, yeah. I think Speedway was always his his big love. Yeah, it's his passion. In all the sports mm-hmm. that he mm-hmm. covered. You know, he was a big Always come across. I know he was a big Baggies fan and, you know, he obviously loved his darts as well. But I think if you'd have asked him what his, what his real love was, I think he would have always said Speedway. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, that that came over in, in, yeah. in everything that he said. And, I mean, it's like, you know, he's always down the tracks as well. Yeah. I mean, he was down to Birmingham the last time, uh, the Leicester match, with all that rain and everything. But he was there and then... Yeah. It, um, yeah, with his yeah. pint of Guinness. With his pint of Guinness. <laughs> I've seen so many of his, of his colleagues that have been posting photographs of, of pints of Guinness as well, haven't right, they? So, yeah, yeah. Oh, I see. I think your mate Ian Dunter did, actually, as well. So yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Dunter was very, very close to Nigel, very, wasn't he? So, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Big right. loss, big Would loss. Would you like to tell everybody? I mean, most people seem to have worked it out. Yeah, <laughs> judging yeah, by yeah. The, the, uh, the, you let everybody know how they can participate. Okay, so... so you, a lot of you are watching this now on Facebook on all good Speedway Facebook pages and their brilliance and groups. Uh, you can also watch us on YouTube live as well if you're not already doing that, if that's your preference. Uh, and from tomorrow, you'll be able to uh, catch up via uh, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, uh, ACAS, uh, Apple, did I have I said Apple? Yeah, Spotify, Probably. and uh, a lot more yeah. of your favourite uh, streaming services, that's the word I was looking for. And if you want to take part, you can just put a message up on Facebook we'll you know, push, okay. or on the box on the website. Um, yeah, and we actually, if you want to phone in, anybody wants to share any memories of Nigel, just talk about Speedway in general. Yep. Um, how, how do they do that? Okay, so there is a messaging system now on this stream, so they can just, if you can see on the right hand side there, it just says send a message. Yes. They, can, they can do the same with us. So if they want to send a message, yeah. um, uh, just give me your phone number and I'll phone you back. There you go. Easy as that. Easy as that. Brilliant. Just, just another thing as well on, on the fact, on the way that Nigel started his career. Um, hospital radio at the time was probably a really good learning curve for me in, in the sense of, you know, today you look at radio stations. I mean, people like us. You know, you've got social media, you've got Twitter, you've got Facebook. So it's it's interacting between mm-hmm. them is a lot easier. But it wasn't quite as as easy when Nigel started at, at Walsall. Um, you know, and, and of course, in those days, you had to 
sort of be a ward walk. You had to go out onto the onto the wards to sort of meet patients and get requests and things like mm-hmm. that. So I think that was a good learning curve in, in interacting with the public as well. Um, yeah. Absolutely. Well, you, you learn from everything, don't yeah. you? Uh, Craig Smee says, I sincerely hope Calvin continues his commentary. I think whoever comes in next to Calvin will have big shoes to fill. Didn't Phil Lanning used to do the commentary before Nigel and Calvin a few years ago? I think that's Dave Lanning. Yeah, I'll see. Uh, Phil's his, Dave Lanning's son, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. Who's actually doing, did some commentary on the, the British Speedway Network last week, did you? Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so, uh, we might come on to that at some point. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, and the Speedway Network as well. Uh, that's going subject. Yeah. Well, yeah. Oh. Uh, Brian Buck says, Dare we hope that Perry Bar will stay dry tomorrow night? Yeah, yes. it was a massive, massive blow to lose that picture oh, last week, wasn't, wasn't it? it? So much planning had gone into. Um, I, I was actually went down the track um, to help out with getting the tyres off. Yeah. God, that was a game and a half. Um, and it was it was unraceable. Yeah. Um, it was just unraceable. It was such a deluge. I mean, we never, we got nothing here. Did you not? I uh, did where I was. No. And, it, when it, and when it came down, it was it like a monsoon. I saw the pictures. Yeah. I, saw yeah. the pictures. I, thought, you know, I thought, wow. It was like nothing. a monsoon. Somebody up there don't like us. We had a short, sharp shower at Mamba about an hour before the start, and that mm. did affect the track in the first few races, um, which was you know uncanny because it wasn't forecast, and it would you know it had been such a good day as well in terms of weather. It's certainly good in Manchester. Well, yeah, uh, we shall see tomorrow. Yeah, important day. Yeah, important match for the club, I think. So mm. very important match. Um. Well, let's get on to other Speedway matters. Uh, yep. GP start next week. Yes, it does, yeah. Um, of course, we we don't know now who's going to be commentating on it. Um, hope hope Calvin at least manages to comment on on just on the one if he doesn't want to do any more, because that would be sort of yeah. a tribute in itself, wouldn't it? Yeah, I, I but it's up to him. Yeah, it's up to him. Say, yeah. it's, it's not really up for debate. I don't think at the moment. It's no. such, it, the ball's in his court. I think. In, in yeah, absolutely. Uh, Dave Rowe seems the obvious choice to do lead comms, but like someone <laughs> who said previously, big shoes to fill. I did well there to get out of that, yeah. that half a second. You were thinking as well. Yeah, Dave Rowe. What about Miss? What about Guesty? It'll be interesting. But yeah, because <laughs> he he's obviously part of Nigel. It's difficult for difficult for both of them, weren't they? Because mm. I mean, that both of them looked up to him so much, and you Absolutely. know, he to, to fill his shoes in in such awful circumstances. Um, it would be uh, you know, it'd be very very difficult. Yeah. Um, will British Peter Clark says will British Speedway honour Nigel? Well, I'd certainly like to think so. Because he he did more to promote, he did as much to promote Speedway as anybody else in this country. Absolutely. Um, um, well, okay, that's an interesting. That, that's a, so. Let's have your thoughts out there. How could British Speedway? What would be the best way for British Speedway to honour Nigel? Um, my first initial thought is that the um, British Championship could be the Nigel Pearson British Championship. That could would be, possibly, yeah. That would be a good way of doing that, um, but. Other people's thoughts on that. Yeah. Mm. So, so where were Nigel's boots in Speedway? Where, where did he, where did he start? Paul. 
Where? Hull. 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 Okay. That's obviously where he where he was where he grew up. Um, obviously, then Hull closed, and he's, I think his family moved down to the Midlands, and he obviously adopted Crowdy as his as his club. Then, um, you know, I mean, the earliest memory I've got of Nigel is he's um, doing the the announcing at uh, at Wolves. Yeah. yeah, he did that for quite a few years, mm. and then obviously when when he became busier with other things, he sort of stepped away from that. Yeah, oh, so that's why he's got yeah, a str- right. strange accent. Back he's just strange. been around speedway it seems like for years, doesn't it? In one way or the way yeah. or the other. Um, well, except decades. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, so we're all uh, a bit subdued. Jeff Daniel says I would. Yeah, well, it is. Yeah. It is. Um, yeah. It, you know, it literally was. No. It's a shocker. You what? Yeah. Am I reading, you know, because I first found out about it when I was starting, I was watching um, Speedway Updates and I got that up and, and they mentioned it on the Speedway Updates because I was watching the Red Car Birmingham match. Yeah. Um, and somebody mentioned it on that and I said, well, you know what some of the Speedway fans are like sometimes. I thought, are you sure? So I, I immediately did a Google and, uh, oh. It was true. Where? Um Jeff Daniels says he would like to see a memorial plaque to each and every stadium. How permanent would that be with that's the way that stadium is closed? That's the only yeah. problem with that, I think, um, isn't it, sir? So. Yeah. Uh, Craig me says, I think the first televised meeting with Eurosport should be a tribute. Yeah, I'd have the Nigel Pearson British final this season. Seems a good idea. Tired of ads barging into your favourite news podcasts? Good news. Ad-free listening is available on Amazon Music for all the music plus top podcasts included with your Prime membership. Stay up to date on everything newsworthy by downloading the Amazon Music app for free or go to amazon.com slash news ad free. That's amazon.com slash news ad free to catch up on the latest episodes without the ads. Yeah, um, I, I, I was more thinking of having it always being called the Nigel Pearson. That would, that would be fitting I think something like that um, I think the first it will be won't it they will do a, surely they will do yeah. a tribute they'll to do something they'll yeah, do they something I'm to. fairly certain of that uh, um, Elliot Hunt is talking I believe he's talking about tomorrow's meeting against Berwick at uh, Birmingham they're doing 15 races with 11 second half scheduled ones free easter egg for the first 50 kids through the door appearance 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 from poor <laughs> patrol character close-up magician and launch of the Brummy Bear Cubs Club tomorrow at Brummies and Centre Green experience Whew, to purchase too Going to be a good one against Berwick tomorrow. Harrison Flint back at Brummies riding for Berwick. Yep, of course. <laughs> uh, the reason we're having trouble yes, <laughs> reading please. this is because for some reason, Facebook, they've changed the format. where it get, all, all the comments, they have one line. Yeah. And I don't know why. I can't. I just can't change it. We'll have to sort that out. Uh, somebody suggested on British Forum to name one of the cup competitions after him. It's a possibility, That's a yeah. Possibility, yeah. And Speedway updates have done Heat 14 as supported by Nigel Pearson as a tribute. That's, that's a great. I've seen a couple of them had done it. I didn't mm. realise whether all of them had done it. So, but that's, that's and good. Simon Corbett says they should do something at the Cardiff GP. Yes, they well, should. Well, the Cardiff GP is probably, as, as you've said earlier, was mm. where probably his most iconic Speedway commentary was. Yeah. You know, so. 
Um, yeah, they definitely should do something. Down the back straight, it doesn't get any better than this. He's locking up on the inside. Have yeah. we got a British winner? Yes. <laughs> yes. Yeah. And the excitement in his voice when he was saying those words as well. Absolutely. Uh, it was yeah. absolutely genuine. Um, I think we had a... Uh, okay. Well, we, yeah, we, no, I'm not going to read that comment. <laughs> no, 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 no. I think we've been... We have, we've yeah. got Someone's been hacked us, I'll tell you what so, he's yeah. desperately looking at. Well, that has, it, has, it has been filtered out for some for most people. But, uh, <laughs> yeah, okay. Not for home, not for others. There you go. Uh, okay. okay. Alan Atherton will do it. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so, but a lot of people don't understand what we're talking no, about. No, no, probably no, don't want sorry, to understand no, either. No. So. Just say we've got a spell. An additional it. Nigel Pearson trophy for winner at Cardiff. Why couldn't can't the trophy be called the Nigel Pearson trophy anyway? Yep. Um, we have got a match on tonight, by the way, as, as Elliot's. Uh, oh yes, Plymouth thirty six, uh, Leicester eighteen. Bit of a well, surprise. That is a surprise. Well, of course, Leicester. Was a, that was a coupon buster on Friday. Leicester getting beaten by twenty at. Uh, Scunthorpe. It was, yeah. I don't yeah. think it did. Did any of us pick that? I think Elliot was the only one who got that right. Scunthorpe would win. There was, a, there was a couple of surprises. There was one of them. There was another big surprise as well. There was, wasn't yeah. There? The one that you both laughed at me when I picked, remember? I remembered laughing at it. I remember. Did you get that one? Did you? Yeah, yeah kept winning at, Pl- at uh, Peterborough. Did they really? Not only that, no. but you got the score right as well. Well, so. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not playing anymore. <laughs> You haven't seen the table yet. Oh, no, you don't want to see the table. We will, we will obviously get on to this week's predictions. Yeah. In, in yeah. And talking about that comment that we're not talking about, Craig Smith says, can you help put an air fence up at Sheffield first? <laughs> 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 I think you should have left it up, to be honest. <laughs> oh, dear. Oh, dear. Uh, <sighs> Let's have a look at what's going on at Plymouth anyway. It's, okay. uh, Elliot, as Elliot's put on, it's currently 36-18 in favour of the Plymouth Devils. That does surprise me. It does, yes, it does. Let's uh, let's find out some let's more see on what's that. Been happening. Talk amongst yourselves for a minute while yeah. I. Uh... Actually, oh. while while you're doing that, because mm-hmm. uh, we'll have to get the fixtures up soon, won't we? Yeah. Um, yeah, you just you just want to get them up. Don't you? Oh, no, no, not, <laughs> not the tables fixture. Uh, okay. But I'll put the tables up so people can have a quick look and a, a quick laugh. Um, okay. I'm not. I'm not happy about. Apologies that. if it's difficult to read. Obviously, we had a lot of fixes last week, and uh, that's as I did do a lot of sort of work on that last night. But I just couldn't. That's this probably as clear as we could get yeah. it. There's you, Mike. There. Again. Yeah, can, can you see, see you there, yeah, Mike? Yeah. Mike, you're there. You're there. Can you see you? You've gone you're to there. four places to be yeah. fair. Yeah. So. Oh, there's me. There's me. There's me. Yeah. Yeah. You're doing well, Matt. I'm not happy. Yeah. Simon's obviously returned to form. He's back on the top. He's back on top. He's going to be the man to beat, isn't he, this season again? I'm just going to follow his predictions I think <laughs> so if you wonder why you fall down the table Simon that's where I so. <laughs> I, I don't, people will be following my predictions I tell you uh, let's just calm down a little bit shall yeah. we yeah yeah 40 20 now is the score down at okay. uh, Plymouth um Nick Morris and Carl Howarth have uh, not done so well tonight only what Nick one point for Nick Morris from two rides uh four points for Carl Howarth from three rides so I've only had two rows winners, Leicester, Sanders Row, and uh, Carl Howarth. So, a bit of a surprise, that one. I don't that know is, this... is it just a bogey track for them? Yeah, I mean, yeah. as I say, Leicester got beaten at Suncorp, didn't they, on Friday, so, yeah. Maybe confidence has taken a hit then. Um, yeah, there's been a few strange ones. Well, I suppose the, the people might well look at that and think, well, does that prove that Leicester's a bit of a 
track with the home advantage. So well, they've, they've, I think we know that. Yeah. Uh, but, uh, okay. Uh, yeah, Simon, that wrong. Simon's obviously wishing now, because he, he, did, he did message last night to say that he, was, he wanted to change the score at Plymouth, because he did actually go for a Plymouth win, but he's, he changed it for a Leicester win. So. Did he? Yeah. Is that, is that allowed? <laughs> Don't change your mind. <laughs> I'm sure uh, paragraph three, phase nine, uh, sentence three, three, four, six, says you can't. Mm. But and yet he did. Strange. Yes. Um, so unfortunately, there's a picture of Nigel in Hall race jacket uh, on here. Yep. And there's a link there to uh, link a good read. You've got a link it. Yep, as well. Okay. Apparently, Palm Tuft got injured last night. Yeah, I uh, think that possibly played a part in King in Kingsland winning at um, Peterborough. To be honest, so. oh, where another another. So he didn't expect that. I mean, there were six points up after two races, mm. so and they they kept it going. To be fair. Need a big season now, Kingsling, because it was an absolute disaster. Twenty twenty one was, wasn't it? From you know, bottom of the league, mm. quite a long, quite some way adrift. It took them quite a while to get even to get a point in the league that season. So, big start for them. Absolutely. Uh, why is a club like Paul in the Championship rather than the Premiership? It's a good question. I think it's because they get the they want to stay riding on the Wednesday nights, and of course they were had to move to Thursday in the top league, right? Because of the. Uh, Decision to go fix nights. That's a weird one. Mm, yeah. Mm. Although, by all accounts, they've had good crowds since they've dropped well, into because the they think they But then again, they're, they're winning, so, you know. Yeah, different league, but they're still, you know, you, you, you never ever discount pool out of anything, so. Uh, Basso wasn't there, yep. he was riding in Denmark. Uh, how bad was the injury? He's not had much luck with injuries, has he? The last oh, yeah, few years. Last year, didn't he? Yeah. So. I mean, we uh, we send our thoughts to him. Yeah. Uh, particularly as he doesn't ride for red car. Oh, I've done it again, oh, haven't I? <laughs> I'm sorry. I like the fact that your phone's red car colours anyway. So he hadn't spotted that, has he? <laughs> it's also Birmingham colours. I can't see the yellow one there. So shut up. <laughs> um, <laughs> Okay, okay. So let's talk about um, some matches that we've both been to. Yep. Um, mine was a washout, so that's that one finished. <laughs> you had a good night on Monday. A good morning as well at Bellevue. Mm-hmm. Obviously a long trip up to, to Manchester. Great to be back at the uh, National Speedway Stadium. Obviously uh, first time I've been there in three years. Um, really good crowd and you know, plenty of Wolves fans made the journey and Wolves... Apart from Bell, apart from I think after the heat four, five when Bellevue managed to get level, Wolves led the meeting all the way mm-hmm. through. Um, never more than two, four points in it. Biggest lead, biggest um, lead Wolves had was after the last eight, getting the five-one in that last eight, which um, I was I was a bit concerned, obviously with Sam Masters going in the foot in the last eight off gate one because the gate one at Bellevue at the end of the meeting was was like marble. There was nothing on it at all. Mm. So I was a bit concerned there, but to be fair, he, he made a really good start, and Ryan Douglas as well was absolutely superb. You know, third in his he first race. He started really then, well, hasn't third, he? Third in his first race, and then reeled off four really, really good wins, and was really convincing as well. Um, and a good performance as well from uh, from Stevie Worrell, of course, on his on his former track. He hasn't had the best of starts to his time at Wolves, but um, on his on his old stumping ground, really did. You know, was was gating really well. Mm-hmm. To be honest, as well. Um, in terms of racing, it took a little bit of time to get going. I thought, but towards the end of the meeting, again, we saw some. I think that's some a tendency. Fantastic racing. Yeah, saw some fantastic racing at Bellevue. It's just, I think riders there are just confident that they can they can race. To be honest, there's so much room. There's so many racing lines. Um, 
Yeah, and uh, yeah, in the end, a very good win, and obviously a good win last night as well. In not the easiest of conditions, of course, as I say, the rain that came down about an hour before the start sort of made the track a bit, made the track wet, and sort of was a bit difficult to ride in initially. But they did a lot of work on it after heat three, um, and the track was, you know, they, again saw some good decent racing at, at Mamma last night. And uh, but I think Bellevue, I, I, I would, I believe Bellevue are about to. We'll be making some changes before the start of the league campaign because right. that that Bellevue team will not get into the top four for me. It's just, it's just not enough strength in depth, really. Um, Charles Wright rode very well last night at Monmouth. I should say he got um, thirteen, I think, okay. ruled off four wins in his first four races. There was was pretty much untouchable, to be honest. Um, lucky for him, he did have a good knock because that they would have been on the end of a real big defeat, Bellevue, last night. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. he's had a he's had a good start to the season. On a track that he doesn't normally do that well at, but certainly found the line last night. Do you think the downpour before might have helped him with that? Well, possibly, yeah. I mean, Wolves, all the years I've been watching Wolves, you're, you're always a bit wary of Wolves on a on a wet track, mm. especially at home, mm-hmm. to be honest. But, mm-hmm. uh, but uh, no, it's, uh, yeah, as Elliot said, he really enjoyed the lunchtime meeting, superb racing, superb performance by the Wolves, lads. Uh, I was on the back straight. Uh, that's... Uh, that's for me is the best place to watch the speedo from Bellevue because you get a real impression of the speed, isn't right. it? Coming off the coming off the bend. Okay. I don't think you've been to the NSS I, yet. I still have haven't been. Yeah, I still haven't been. I, I am some points at some point this year. Hopefully, I will make that trip down. Yep. On my brand new motorbike. Uh, I read MPT went headfirst into, into the air fence, lay still for a few moments, but got up. Could have been concussion, says. Uh, well, if he was concussed, he'll, he'll be out for a, a week or so, won't yeah, he? Yeah, that's right. Uh, Simon says, uh, I'll put in the comments, how can Jay Etheridge ride in the team at Bellevue and the reserve at Berwick? Your first chance to say you catch fries. <laughs> Only in speed, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, I had noticed that, and I was, I, if it hadn't been for Nigel, I may well have led with that on, yeah. on my comments. Um, and, and there's another one as well. We've got... Um, uh, we had two reserves, or reserves in the higher league as well. Mm. Uh, no, I, I, no, no, I have one reserve, one of our reserves. I get it right. Yeah. Uh, is, is a reserve in the higher league as well. How does that work? Um, yeah, any more comments? Yep. Uh, I seen someone mention on a fan forum about uh, Nils Christian Iverson, Iverson yep. uh, being the injured replacement at Kings Lynn or Kilderman. But Kilderman is back now and rode at the weekend. Should he have been back for Kings Lynn last night? Uh, depends, what, depends on the on the terms of the deal, I suppose, doesn't mm. it? So, was he riding elsewhere last night? Everson, mm. uh, I would say, definitely strengthens Kings Lynn. Mm-hmm. Uh, Elliot says, "I really enjoyed the lunchtime meeting. Superb racing and superb performance by the Wolves lads. I had a super view right on the start line. Bellevue battled hard too." Evening meet, meeting was much harder with the heavy downpour, ruined the conditions. It got better from heat four onwards, another close one. Two good wins for the lads, Alan and Etheridge are struggling, so wonder what changes Bellevue. Are I would say, I, I, Jake Allen, I would say he's, he's probably uh, not going to be with uh, Bellevue for a particularly long period of time. He's really struggled in the morning meeting as well, just didn't mm. look on the pace at all, to be honest. Has he got a championship? Uh, place, Jack Allen. I can't. He has. I'm trying to remember where it is now. Somebody uh, out there, I'll tell yeah, us. Yeah. Um, Somebody, we should know these things, shouldn't we? Really, because we do. We are apparently experts. 
Hang on. He knows how to tell him, doesn't he? Hang on. He didn't say expert at what, though? All right. Yeah, Scunthorpe. That's Scunthorpe. Thank you very much, Elliot. One change has to happen at least. Alan Fazaga is the noises coming out at the moment. I'd also change Etheridge as well. Get someone stronger in at number two, says Craig Smith. Well, Zagar coming in would would give um, Bellevue with um, freaking Kurtz quite strong top three, to be honest. Um, admittedly, you know, it's is it, you know, still going to be the same. Matty Zagar got the road for Bellevue six years ago. Mm. Um, obviously, he's not in the GPs anymore, so that sort of would make sense, um, him coming back. Mm-hmm. But... Uh, yeah, that that would that would certainly that would certainly strengthen them in in at the top end because I think they they really they sort of struggle with the fact that they didn't have a third eight leader last night in in both matches really. Right. Charles Wright stepped up to the plate as I say last night, but wasn't enough for for Bellevue. I I, I rate Charles Wright. I think he's a, a decent yeah a decent you know, rider. He's, uh, obviously won the British Championship in 2019. Mm-hmm. Of course, didn't defend it the year later, but he's uh, shown some. Uh, Shown a lot of promise, I think, in the last few years. Charles Wright. Simon Corbett says predictions, please. Well, we should probably get on to them now because we've only got another 15 minutes to go. Have we really? Well, okay, let's get on to them. um, While you're sorting that out, I'll just let everybody know if you want to take part, even if you haven't taken part before, just shove your... Uh, predictions up and you'll be part of the league table uh, we think uh, is, is it already a foregone conclusion now who's going to win of course yes. Yes. me oh yeah you're, yeah. you're, you're, you're too yeah. cocky yeah. just, uh, you're just, a, r- too just cocky. a reminder as well two points if you get the score exactly right one point if you get the result right if, even if you get the score wrong so okay here we go then. okay so the first one is the meeting that you'll be at tomorrow Birmingham. Can I just say that if you do if you do miss it now, don't worry about not uh, not putting it on this thread. Just put it on the uh, page. That's right. Yeah. All group. And don't and don't don't copy Matt. Um, which one's the who the type? Berwick against sorry Birmingham against Berwick is the first one. Okay, um, I'm going to let the master go first. Okay. I'll go Berwick by ten. Ooh. Did you say Berwick by ten? Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Psycho- that's psychology, isn't it, that one? Yeah. Strange, because I'm going to go by 10 as well, but for Birmingham. Really? Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to go Birmingham by 6 on that one. Going by, you're not using your head, you're going by your... No, no, you're using your head, aren't you? <laughs> <laughs> Dave Trice you're presupposing I've got a head. Yeah. <laughs> I think that's in to, to Chris Brown's... Uh, uh, you'll all yeah. be laughing. You all laughed at me last week. Okay, next one. What a match this will be. Oxford against Poole. Oh, we should say it was great to great. see Oxford yeah. start last week. Yeah, it sold out again, of course. Yeah. Uh, that is the uh, that is the live streaming match as well, so that'll be a cracker at, uh, at Cowley. Mm-hmm. I'll watch it when I get back home. Um, if I ever get back home, because those tyres... Anyone. Okay. I'm up to me. Uh, Oxford versus Poole. That's... that's uh, it's a hard one to call. Yeah, I'm going to say two points to Oxford. I think it's going to be a cracker. I'm going to say two points, but the other way around. Two points to Paul. That could go either way. I think. Mm. I mean, Paul absolutely thumped. Oxford. I'll go four Probably points. Did. Four mm. points to Oxford. Okay. Okay. Next, next one. one is Kingsland against Peterborough. Peterborough will be out for revenge in that one. Yeah, that's some strange results going on mm. at Peterborough. It's up to you to go. Peterborough by six. 
Kingsley by four. What? <laughs> no, I shouldn't do that, should I say? Uh, I'm going to say Peterborough by four. Okay. Do you want to pull away? Next up, Glasgow against Berwick. Glasgow versus Berwick. It's up to you, Chris. I'll go Glasgow by f- six. Uh, I'm going to say Glasgow by eight. Glasgow by ten. I'll go four. Okay, Next. we've got a few on the. We've got Oxford by six, Poole by ten, yep. Lynn by eight, Lynn by eight, Glasgow by ten. Okay. Next up, this will be an interesting one. Redcar against Leicester. Yeah, because not showing well at the moment. Leicester, on the road. surprise, surprise. Not on the road, anyway. Yeah. Um, I think that, is that up to me, that one? No, it's up to, uh, up to me, that one. Um, I'm going to say, just because their track's so different to Leicester, and it's a difficult track anyway, I'm going to say Le- red, red Car, I beg your pardon, by 16. I've gone for Red Car in that one as well, mm. by 10. I'll go red car by eight. We've got uh, Glasgow by 16, uh, by Simon Corbett, Rich Tom. He, he, he puts his up before I, I get a chance. Yeah. And I can't copy him. Uh, <laughs> Rich Thomas, red car by eight. Tom Howells, red car, 40. Leicester, 50. Okay. And Simon Corbett, red car by 10. Next one. Next one. Uh, Scunthorpe against Birmingham. Tough one for the Brummies, that one. Mm. What are you up to? It's actually up to... Matt? Scunthorpe by two. Okay. I'd probably settle for that. I'll go Scunthorpe by six. We've got a few ex-Scunny riders, haven't we? Yep. I'm going to say a draw. Yeah, well, well, I do wonder whether Josh Orty might be going there with a, a point to prove, to be honest, mm. after losing his place there last year. And he's, and he's improved a little bit. Yeah, he rode better, I thought, the other week mm. against Leicester, didn't he? So, uh, he didn't do too bad against... Uh, Red car, either. Red car, so. yep. Okay. Next one, Edinburgh against Newcastle. Edinburgh versus Newcastle. I'll go Edinburgh, Edinburgh by six. Edinburgh by 20. Edinburgh by 16. I know people who watch the uh, Glasgow-Newcastle stream, they've commented that, you know, Newcastle already just look a totally dispirited, dispirited outfit, really. Yeah, so, yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, there was no... There was people wheeling bikes back and nobody coming out to replace them. And, you know, it just, yeah, it tough times for Newcastle. Yeah. It's going to be a tough season. I hope I'm wrong. Yep. Yeah, I hope they pull it back. Okay, next one is Berwick against Oxford. Mm. I'm going to say Berwick by four. Berwick by ten. I'll go Berwick by eight. So we've got a few things up. Scunthorpe by 18, says Simon Corbett. Craig Triplett says Wolverhampton for the league this year. Uh, I, think I think Sheffield for the league this year. Uh, Rich Tom- Thomas, Edinburgh by 18. Rich Thomas, Berwick by 12. And Simon Corbett, Berwick by 16. And the next one? Next one, this will be a good one. Leicester against Glasgow. Yeah, well. Paul ran Leicester close, didn't they, on, uh, on Saturday night? They did, yeah. And it's up to you. Leicester by 10. I'll go Leicester by six. I'm going to say Leicester by eight. Next up, okay. yep. we're dropping into the NDL now. Mildenhall against Kent. And it's uh, Chris Shorger. Uh I'll go Kent by six. I'll go Mildenhall by six. Okay, can I have my go first? No, no you can't. <laughs> I'm going to say Kent by two. Mm-hmm. 
Okay. Next one, Newcastle against Oxford. Ouch, it doesn't get any easier for Newcastle, does yeah. it? Uh, Oxford by four. I'm going to go Newcastle by four oh. on that one. Mm-hmm. I'll go Oxford Just because it's a, the, the track. Newcastle obviously is a, you know, with the home track advantage, I think, mm-hmm. so in that sense. I'll go Oxford by four. Okay. We've got a few. Uh, Leicester by 10, Mildenall 47, Kent 43. Tom Howells, Simon Corbett says Mildenall by 10, Rich Thomas says Mildenall by 6, Rich Thomas says Oxford by 6, and Simon Corbett says Oxford by 4. Okay. Uh, next one, Kingsland against Ipswich. Mm. And that's down to mm, what? No, it's down to you. Kingsland by 4. I'll go Kingsland by 8. I'm going to say Kingsland by eight as well. And the last one. Uh, last one. Plymouth against Scunthorpe. So that'll be on while well, next week's show is, is on. Plymouth versus Scunthorpe. Plymouth have done pretty well. How are they doing at the moment, by the way? 45-21 now. So, the score. so, they, so really are, they really are uh, mm. tearing Leicester apart at, uh, down there in Devon. Okay, so, Chris. It's up to me. Plymouth versus Scunthorpe. Uh, Plymouth by ten. I'm going to say... Plymouth by eight. I'll say Plymouth by ten as well. There we go. So get your scores up. We'll uh, collate them. That's a big word. I know, yeah, for me. <laughs> yeah. uh, Richard's gone Oxford by six. Simon's gone Oxford by four. Uh, Kingsley by eight, says Simon. Lim by 14, says Rich. Tom Howell says 45-45, stars versus witches. Interesting. Uh, Plymouth by 14, says Simon. And Plymouth by 12, says Rich Thomas. Right, well, we're nearly at the end of the show. Yeah. Um, I'd like to say it's been a good show, but actually it's been, ah, it's been a, subdued, a sad really? show. Yeah. yeah, it's yeah. been a sad yeah. show. And, and I think we should finish on uh, just our thoughts and feelings about what is still incredibly shocking news. Yeah. Um, I I don't know what to should say. Should we uh, finish on a minute's applause for Nigel? That's a great idea. Yeah. That's a great idea. Yes, please. <laughs> <laughs> what does he say? Oh, right, okay. Oh, yeah. All right, is that a private joke, is it? I think so, yeah. <sighs> yeah. Okay, well, thank you, everybody. Hopefully, uh, next week, we'll have a slightly more upbeat show. Yeah. Um, but... Have a drink. Yeah. Have you say. Good night, everybody. Good night. Rest in peace, Lord. Welcome to the Speedway Tavern. Enjoy your stay. Tired of ads barging into your favorite news podcasts? Good news. Ad-free listening is available on Amazon Music for all the music plus top podcasts included with your Prime membership. Stay up to date on everything newsworthy by downloading the Amazon Music app for free. Or go to amazon.com slash news ad free. That's amazon.com slash news ad free to catch up on the latest episodes without the ads.